Time now for Life on the Pirate Ship. Here's your host, Harry Arnett. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. And Amanda and I have quite the ship show for you today. (laughs) This has been a long week, Amanda. It has been. I feel like this week has been 15 days and not just the normal five. And you have... A big weekend ahead of you. You have to work all weekend. Sorry. I do, but is, is talking football work? Depends on what team you're talking about. That's true. That's true. Raiders but, Chargers, though, should be a good matchup. So you have to work, and I'm sorry about that. And <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, as we head into the weekend for everybody, and I sort of teased this uh, on Wednesday when we yeah. talked to Sarah Rinaldi, is I recalled that your birthday was not too long ago. What was it, like four months ago? June, yeah. And I forgot yeah. to get you a birthday present. And so I said this week, Amanda, I totally whiffed on your birthday. Wasn't it like last week? You said, yeah, it was in June. I said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I For your birthday on Friday, I will get you any guest you want on the Pirate Ship Show. Any guest at all. And I said Brad Pitt because he's you single now. You said Brad Pitt and we tried Brad Pitt and he's going through a messy divorce <laughs> and we couldn't get him until next week. But today you said, okay, number two choice, Patrick Reed, yeah. real American hero. Yeah, of so course. for your birthday. Coming up after this break is our MVP from Ryder Cup. I'm so pumped. Patrick Reed, yeah. real American hero. Do you think he has stopped screaming his face off yet? We're going to find out I'm in pumped. a second when we call him in. It'll be funny if he's still like all fired up like he was from the weekend. I hope so. All right, so don't go anybody anywhere, anybody. I did that last time. Don't you go did. anybody anywhere. <laughs> when we come back, we've got Patrick Reed right here on quite the amazing Friday Ship Show. You're listening to Life on the Pirate Ship. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. Harry Arnett, Amanda Balionis on the phone, as promised. Patrick Reed, real American hero. Patrick, you probably didn't know that. Every time your name has been mentioned, even leading into the Ryder Cup, I would correct everyone and say real American hero. That's awesome. How are y'all doing? How are you doing? Have you come down from the high yet? I I have. (laughs) Yeah, I'm... I wish I was still on the high because now I'm just exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine that that week took it out of you because not only physically were you really having to play at peak performance, but emotionally, you more than anyone else, you were giving it 110% from the very beginning till the very finish. Yeah, you know, uh, that I feel like is the hardest part because I feel like my body's okay at the moment, but, uh, you know, just mentally and emotionally, you know, we're just, we're just drained and, uh, you know, luckily, this is my first two-week break of the year, mm. so I have a little bit of time to get over it. But it was uh, it was such an awesome event, such an awesome experience, and uh, you know, it was fun getting those crowds going. Well, you had they gave you a job to do, and you had to do that job for three straight days because you were the leadoff. You were the guy that had to set the tone for the entire day for three straight days. Was that as fun as it looked? <laughs> oh, it was... It was amazing. Anytime I get in those kind of situations, just like back in college, and you know, and also in the, anytime I've played in these kind of events, I've always wanted to lead off. <laughs> I, I want the ball in my hands. I want to be the one that sets the tone. I want to be the one you know that comes down to me, and you know, to be able to go out first. You want to get that red on the board, so then the team can feed off of that momentum. And uh, you know, to be able to go out first was, was just absolutely amazing it was a dream come true and uh you know to play the way i did it was just you know i couldn't write it any better I, I think for those that have never been to a Ryder cup or maybe aren't able to see kind of inside the ropes what happens it is important for the first guy to go up there and get the point for their team because 
on the driving range at Hazeltine, there was a massive TV screen and guys were stopping their warmups and watching your match against Rory McIlroy, fist pumping, cheering, going crazy. And so were the crowds all around them. So it's not like a usual tournament, right? Like, did you know that all eyes were on you, even though other guys were getting ready to head out? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because of the other days, I, I was doing the same thing. Uh, I was watching the screens and seeing highlights from the previous day or seeing matches there through the first or second hole in the morning or in the afternoon. And so um, I knew and also I knew that out of the past, I think it's like seven or eight Ryder Cups, the team that wins the first match on Sunday has taken home the cup every time except once. Wow. So it, it sets the tone on, okay, you need that momentum. You need to go out and get that first point. And, you know, I knew how important that match was. And, uh, you know, to go out and have a guy like Rory, you know you have to play some of the best, some of your best golf. And, uh, you know, it definitely showed through the first eight holes how bad we both wanted that, uh, that one match. Well, that stretch... That four-hole stretch was, I mean, it's never disappearing from my DVR. I don't know how you're going to watch, if you're going to watch that again. But leading up to that hole on eight, we're going to see that for the next hundred years when they show Ryder Cup highlights. Did What were you thinking when he makes that, I don't even know how long that putt was. It was probably 70 feet. He makes a bomb on you. We see the reaction from him. You were calm. I couldn't believe how calm you were because my phone's blowing up with, Hashtag Chad sending me texts like, oh my God, I can't believe this match. Don't peek too early, hashtag Chad. And you just stepped up and made it. What were you thinking when you saw him make the putt right in front of you? Well, I saw him make the putt. I looked at Kessler and I go, all right, one, we got to get this to the hole. <laughs> we get this to the hole. I'm looking over at him. I'm giving him a finger wag. <laughs> <laughs> so you had that plan and, before um, you made it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know, because I did the bow on six. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then he shushed me on seven. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You're not going to be able to do that in my house. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and make this putt go in the Matumbo. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> not today. No. And um, it was it was so much fun. And, you know, I, going back and forth with, with Rory was just was a blast because he was, he was showing a lot of fire, you know, on Friday and Saturday like I was. And. I was hoping that we would go out and play some really good golf on Sunday so then, you know, we we could go back at it because if we were winning holes with pars or a guy was struggling or something like that, I mean, there wouldn't have been any yelling. There wouldn't have been much fist pumps or anything like that because it's just, you know, you're struggling. You're not playing great, so you're just like, all right, yeah, thanks. So, But uh, to come out and have the stretch that we did was just was awesome. So during that stretch, when you see Rory just – making these putts but then really throwing it in your face right I mean you do the bow to kind of get back at him from from Friday afternoon but then he's doing the sign and all of that are you guys actually angry at each other in that moment like do you have to kind of take a step back and realize you have to be friends after this or is it kind of just a friendly banter to to get the crowds going it is a fully friendly banter. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, we all know at Ryder Cups, we know everyone's going to get fired up. People are going to, you know, go back and forth at each other. I mean, it, that is just straight, just friendly banter back and forth. You know, I'm not mad at him. He's not mad at me. We're just, we're trying to get the crowds going, especially, you know, he's trying to silence the crowds. I'm trying to get the crowds going. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's just 
you know what you have to do to try to get the crowd on your side or to if you're away try to get the crowd uh quiet that was one of my favorite moments of watching Ryder cups for i'm not gonna tell you how many years but it's 30 plus years <laughs> was coming off of eight he makes the bomb he does the ear thing i can't hear you he goes crazy you make the putt you give him the finger wag. You go crazy, and as you guys are walking off, you look at each other and just start laughing. Yeah. And then a little hug as you walk off eight, and it was on at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And um, you know, they didn't. We we fist pumped each other after six. You know, on seven up to the tee. You know, there was a pat on the back, and then on eight, you know, another fist bump, pat on the back, walking to nine tee. So, you know, yeah, it. You know. It looked like we were angry, but, you know, we were out there just having a great time and just doing what we do. And that's, you know, go out and play some great golf and try to uh, battle it out and give the fans something to watch for. So, and that's the one thing about Ryder Cups and about these kind of team events is we play with these guys every week. You know, even though they're they're representing Europe, we, we play with these guys, it seems like, every single week. So we're really close and really good friends with all these guys. And when we go and play an event like this, I mean, if you see a guy yelling or you see a guy, you know, doing whatever, everyone knows it's all just fun and games. Now, is it true, Jordan Spieth, I think, said this in one of his pressers, that Davis Love had told you ahead of the Ryder Cup that you may have to sit out one session, and you said to him, no, I want to play all five, I can handle it, I want to do it. I mean, did that conversation happen, and did it happen that way? Oh, it was Tiger. I was Tiger that told you that. Yeah. Oh, so how yeah, did that conversation me, go? Like, you know what I think. You know what I think, you know. Uh, we're gonna have to sit. Uh, you know, I think we're gonna sit you on one of these. I look at him. I go, "You're not sitting me." <laughs> and he's like, he's like, but the percentage goes way down when you play all five on winning your singles match. You know, he's like, and we're gonna need you in singles. And I'm like, I'm not sitting. <laughs> And so he's like, all right, all right, well, he's like, well, you know, we'll talk about it later, next on, later on in the week. I'm like, okay. So then, uh, I get to the tournament. We Jordan and I won our first match against Henrik and Rose, which you know that those guys they were undefeated going into this week as playing together. They were like five, uh, five zero and one or something like that. They haven't had a loss, and uh, we beat them the first match. Then we went out in the afternoon. And we both we didn't play particularly great. And so we lost that match against those those guys, and then we got them again. Uh, and then we took on the uh, the Spaniards, yes. Sergio and Carbello. Yes. And we played we played great. I mean, Jordan and I were six under through twelve in alternate shot, and uh, you know we had a couple of loose shots there towards the end, and then they made some really long putts towards the end to uh, have that match, which I'm still a little bitter about. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, you know, I looked at Tiger and I go, so are you sitting me? <laughs> Tiger goes, well, in about three and a half hours, you'll be back on this hole. So <laughs> I was like, sweet. And that's when I, you know, that's when I had an even better run on the first eight holes than playing against Rory. I uh, birdied one, two, three, parred four, birdied five, eagled six, birdied seven, birdied eight. It's not a bad stretch right there. That's why he's the real <laughs> American hero, Amanda. I told you this heading in. That that and, shot on six, know, the drive on six was still, because I don't think people realize how narrow that opening is 
into that green and you hit driver there and it looked like you hit like an eight iron into that green. Oh, on five? Yeah, on part five. Of, uh, the part the drivable hole? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I step out while I was playing with, uh, playing with Rory, he goes hits three wood because there wasn't that much wind and his ball literally was two yards. If he hit it two yards farther, it would have been up there on the green. And it just kind of rolled up the fairway, came back down. And I was like, all right, well, I mean, I got to hit driver. There's no other club in the golf bag for me. <laughs> and I, I'm just praying that it lands in the upslope with the driver because if it lands just on top, it's gone. And, you know, I just hit a nice high. I hit it probably as high as I could, hit a high draw, and landed right in the upslope. Ended up being perfect. And uh, that's where it all got started, right there with the, uh, with the yelling at the crowd. <laughs> I yelled on that one, and then he yelled on six. I bowed on six. I yelled on seven. He shushed on seven. He yelled on eight. I gave him the finger wag and yelled on eight. So, uh, <laughs> you gave him the finger wag fun. and the it yell. Was so much fun. Have you yeah. have you watched? I gave these? him the finger wag and then yelled afterwards to get the fans even going more. Have you watched these replays yet? Have you watched the highlights of those of that stretch of holes? I have, and I'm shocked I'm still able to walk and actually talk at this moment. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, I wish every week was like this. I was like, yeah, but at the same time, we might be able to make it through 12 events a year if every week's like this. <laughs> That's true. Hearing your voice on Sunday, I mean, you could barely oh. talk. Your voice was so hoarse. And everyone's like, is he sick? I'm like, no, you lunatics. Have you been watching him? He's been yelling his face off all week long. I mean, you must have just, did you feel... How did you feel when once you realized it was over, Team USA had won, and you were a huge, huge part of that? Oh, uh, you know, it felt great. Um, anytime you can play for your country and represent your country and, uh, you know, go out and win for your country, it means so much to me, and uh, it, was just, it was awesome. And then, you know, once it was all done and we got to media and we sat down, you know, I, I was, all my adrenaline was kind of, leaving and all that kind of stuff and my calves and my feet were hurting so bad i was like that was a lot of golf yeah in three days and you know i was i was happy it was over on the golf but at the same time i was also sad because you know i was, I was ready to go and tee up the next day if i needed to because it was just <laughs> it was so much fun it was a great experience and especially being my first actual team event representing my country in my country mm. was just amazing because my other Ryder cup was at going eagles played on President's Cup, that was in South Korea. I play, you know, and then in the Olympics, that was in Brazil. Right. So every time I've represented the U.S., I haven't been able to actually play with the home crowd. And so this being the first, it was just amazing. The fans were just out of, the, out of this world. Did you know going into the event, uh, even before Saturday night, that you'd be leading off on singles, or did that news come to you after the second round on Saturday? I came after the second round on Saturday. Mm. Um, you know, once once we finished our second round on Saturday, you know, they everyone came up to came up to me and said, "All right, what order do you want to go in?" Was and there was Captain, there any I, other I answer? Captain, but I first, go, <laughs> no, I told Captain I wanted to go first. I want Jordan to go second because we always seem to play pretty well when we're either playing together or one after another. Oh, that's interesting. So you actually and we, and we knew. We knew that they were going to put out their best guys first because they needed to load that boat early to try to get those three points quickly so that they could give the rookies and their other guys behind them 
you know, some confidence and momentum to kind of try to pull them along. That's really interesting. I didn't realize. So you actually had a say in not just where you went, but where Jordan went as well. And I another really cool aspect. Well, Jordan of, was well. Jordan was standing there with me. Him and I always, whenever we talked to the captains, we always talked together because we're you know him and I are a team. So we always, uh, anytime we, we talked to the captains, just like in our first Ryder Cup, you know, Jordan and I would talk to uh, Captain Watson just like this time. Uh, Jordan and I would would talk because we knew that we needed to go back to back, and. I was just trying to figure out, and we were trying to figure out where's Rory going to be, because I wanted Rory. <laughs> I wanted the guy who was playing their best <laughs> on their team, because I felt like I was playing the best on my team, and I was like, all right, I, I want this guy. And also, because of his bowing, I wanted to get back at Rory. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that was a perfect pairing for you, even though Rory's been playing the best golf of probably anyone on the planet the last couple months. Because in a weird way, even though you were leading off Ryder Cup home, it sort of took some pressure off of you to play against him because everybody was saying going into that, whoever has Rory is going to have their hands full. I just wanted to shut everybody up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're coming to our house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they... I just love love having that challenge of playing. You know, they're the best guys. And, uh, you know... We knew that Rose and Stenson were going to go out first in the uh, first matches. So, you know, we wanted to take on their best team. Because, you know, you don't want to, if you know where their best guys are going to be sent out, you don't want to go and put guys that are struggling that week or guys, you know, you don't want to give them matches. Mm. You'd rather your best go up against their best because if your best plays well, you have a chance that you're going to beat their best. And so, um, you know, I, I've never been a fan of, you know, all right, well, we're going to throw this guy out there. You know, that's going to probably be a loss, so, you know, but we're going to have our best guy play, hopefully against one of their weaker guys. Right. Well, I mean, now you just broke even. Why not have, you know, their guy that's struggling, your guy that's struggling play together because our guy might have a chance to, you know, still clip him. And if your best guy plays well against their best guy, now all of a sudden you went two and two. Yeah, that's interesting strategy. Sounds like uh, Patrick Reed, Real American Hero, is prepping for being a future Ryder Cup captain down the line, which I assume was something you'd want to do. Oh, yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, that would be awesome. Uh, You know, it's definitely a goal. That would be definitely part of the goals of mine is to, uh, you know, become a captain. I mean, that would be amazing. And, you know, it's just... uh, it's a lot of work and a lot of hard work, uh, you know, talking to Captain, you know, and how much that he has gone through these past two years to figure out, all right, you know, how things need to be done, what needs to be said, all the, all the things behind the scenes that those guys have done to allow us to go out and play golf to be successful. It was just, it was insane. I mean, how much he was on the phone, how many meetings he had. It was, it was it's a lot of work. I... I think part of that too, obviously, it, Captain Love and the vice captains is kind of organizing the team bonding that happens behind the scenes as well. I, one of my favorite moments was the celebrity match. I had a chance to talk to Michael Phelps, and he was telling me that he had a chance to talk to you guys for 
an extended period of time, um, the, you, kind of the night before the Ryder Cup began. Can you kind of talk about what that team bonding is like and when you have guys like Michael Phelps come into the locker room, you have guys like Darius Rucker who just want to be a part of it and are performing for you guys um, You know, in these intimate settings, what that team bonding is like for you? Oh, I mean, it, it's huge. Um, you know, because so, golf's an individual sport. So you have 12 guys who... Most of them are different in personalities. Most of them do different things each week, prepare for events differently. And now all of a sudden, this one week, everyone has to do everything together as a team. You have to come closer. You have to be, you know, be one unit. And, you know, the easiest way to do that is to bring in, you know, some other celebrities or athletes to, you know, tell their story. And, you know, for y'all to, you know, joke around with each other, hang out some more in team rooms, eat dinner together, and, you know, just just have fun, and that's the biggest thing. Is if you're having fun, and you know, with everyone, then then you're going to get closer as a group. And to have Phelps come in, that was awesome because uh, we actually watched Phelps win his twenty twentieth and twenty first gold mm. at the Olympics. And um, you know, to have him come in and talk to us uh, just about you know the experience and you know for playing for your country for succeeding with the red white and blue it was just awesome and of course cooch uh pulls out his bronze medal and goes hey this is the only u.s american medal you know and everyone just starts laughing and phil of course right away quick phil he comes out he's like oh so i'm do you showcase and carry around your bronze and silvers <laughs> everywhere? And, <laughs> and, you know, it's just things like that, that just, you know, that light in the mood and get, you know, get, get the guys closer together. And it, it was great. It meant for stories. And with Darius, he's, uh, you know, he's my favorite musician. I, I grew up loving the guy, you know, back when he was playing with Hootie and all that. And, you know, so for him to be there, that was just awesome for me. I, I loved it be able to talk to him and you know just all the different things he has done around the country and around the world is just you know it's just impressive and you now for him to be there and to meet these guys they're just they're just normal guys you know they're not they don't act like you know they're big shots or celebrities or you know athletes they're just they're just normal people and Anytime you can get around people like that who have been so successful yet they're still, you know, still have a good head on their shoulders and normal people, it just, you know, it's good to see and it uh, speaks volumes of who they are and also, uh, you know, helps us out and allows us to, you know, free up and just be normal. Is it true that uh, Phelps asked to see Kuchar's bronze a little bit closer because he had never seen one in person before? <laughs> I don't know. I'll sit. I'll sit like five rows back. But uh, <laughs> I saw him. He kind of like you know, Cooch was like showing it up close to his face. He was just kind of looking at it like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should I pull out my twenty-two gold? Uh, that is some great trash talking right there. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was awesome. It was so much fun, and uh, yeah, just to uh, anytime you see Phelps, especially, and he comes and talks to you, you're just like, wow, that is the greatest olympian ever to live yeah he's also and an enor- he's yeah. also an enormous human being <laughs> he's so right. big. that's a big dude he is, big he is. Dude. and you have him in the room you have 
one of the greatest golfers ever to live, Tiger Woods, in the room. And you're just like, wow. And I won't ever forget when I was playing Rory on hole eight. You know, I had Darius Rucker watching me. I had Tiger Woods. And I had Michael Jordan. <laughs> and you're sitting here, and I'm just thinking to myself, you're playing some of the best golf in front of two of the best athletes ever to live, Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Yeah. Not many people can say that. You, you probably and, had you know, uh, just, posters. Just think of... about that. You're just like... I'm like, wow, you know, because you know, I've seen Michael around multiple times in golf. I've actually, I've never met him yet, but I've seen him around quite a bit. And, you know, I was able to get a little closer to Tiger and, you know, for this week since he was a vice captain. And it literally, this was like a dream, dream situation and scenario all week to, uh, you know, get closer to two of my idols that, you know, one of them that I have, you know, one of them on the golf course and then Michael Jordan in basketball. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Well, it was a great capper to a phenomenal year and really a two months that is unlike anything you've ever had in golf. Hope you have time to enjoy the the year and take some time off before you tee it up again heading into the next year. And we really appreciate you coming on the show, Patrick, and looking forward to seeing you and celebrating a little bit in person next time we get together. Of course. Can't wait, and anytime y'all need me, just let me know. All right, Patrick, thank you so much, and congratulations. It was so much fun to watch you all week long. And tell Justine to give you like a week off from having to take the trash to the street or something, (laughs) just so you can relax a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need to talk to her on that one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. um, I'll show you, Real American Hero. Why don't you do the dishes, Patrick? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's Patrick Reed on the show. Appreciate it, Patrick. Patrick Reed, how about that? He's just the best. Month I, that he had. I can't. There is no one else you want in your corner when you put the red, white, and blue on than Patrick Reed, and it is incredible to me that he is able to get up and be his best, no matter what the situation is. That that takes a certain kind of athlete. There are athletes that can be their best, you know, once in a while when they need to be. But Patrick seems to. It really, it's unbelievable. He he goes to a whole new level when he needs to, and I don't. There are not many guys that you can say that about. Well, he ha- he has it, and that's something you're born with. You're, yeah. you don't train for that. You just either have it or you don't. Yeah, and we've seen that in team sports forever. Guys that rise to the occasion mm-hmm. when the chips are down in a team environment and the pressures the most that they thrive for those situations above all else. Than just a Wednesday after anybody can shoot sixty three on an, I mean any tour player on a on a Wednesday or a Tuesday yeah but the guys that can get it done when it matters most and the pressures the highest those are the guys that have their names you know on plaques you got to wonder how impressed Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods were watching that Patrick Reed Rory McIlroy it were probably it rem- had to remind them of themselves yeah. because those are two guys you'd put right on that list yeah like they can relate to that more than anyone else on this planet and they were there in person watching him from probably 20 feet away. Like, right. that's cool. Go ahead. Wrap the show up here for us, because I'm sending Patrick a real text here to see if he's <laughs> available for my member guest, because might need him hey, might just, need him coming down the stretch here. I'm sure know. he's available. All right, guys. Well, I'll wrap it up for Life on the Pirate Ship. That's not even the name anymore, Harry. No. Now it's Ship Show. That was a great Ship Show. <laughs> we are in beta testing right yeah, now for and, what we uh, think the name of the show should be. Well, it's good. Thanks to Patrick Reed for joining us. And then Monday, I have another surprise for you, Amanda, although you will not be on the show because you'll be traveling back. Oh, yeah. 
Wes Bryan live in studio. Man, I'm bummed to miss him. But I know. How, Leave my note. How about that all working out for Wes? Now he's going to be number one, fully fully ready to go and rested heading in to week one of the new season. Not bad. Pray for rain. Get it happen. That's there what happens. Go. The events get canceled. Wes will be live in studio Monday on the next Pirate Ship Show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Patrick Reed. Thank you, Amanda. Good luck in your game this weekend. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Life on the Pirate Ship. For more great content like this, visit CallawayGolf.com.